Yo, Silverback Chronicles podcast. It's your boy Big H. I got my brother Drizze. Yo, hello, why we in here? What's good, bro? That's it. In my mind, in my business. That's it. Get into the work. Triple C. Yo, what's good, baby? Maintain and chilling, bro. All day, every day. People, we appreciate you. We love you. Thank you for keep tuning in. Tell a friend and tell a friend. Don't forget, it's coming up July 11th. Mm-hmm. Our third annual. Mm-hmm. All right? Officers happy hour. Mm-hmm. Everybody, bring your friends. Bring your family. Bring your comrades. Bring everybody. Everybody's invited. Free drinks, free food, all on your boys in blue. Give a shout out to our brother, Charlie Schultz. That's Bourbon, sober, and gross. It's the law firm. All right? Please, please, please. please. You get injured at work. Personal injury, you call that man, they take care of you. Go ahead, Dre. Please come out and meet pretty much everyone that's been on the podcast before all previous episodes. So uh, it'll be a dope time to uh, mingle. And you know, if you like that episode, that person will probably be there. You can talk about it. You know, because one way or another, we all relate all day. That's it. July 11th, 3 to 7, Fells Point Tavern. All right, Fells Point, Baltimore City, July 11th. Don't forget, we love you, we appreciate you. People, we're not bullshitting. We're getting straight to the business. We got a phenomenal guest here tonight, fellow brother in blue and law enforcement. Been uh, in service for over 24 years plus. Has his own podcast, by the way. Guy is a veteran. Phenomenal man. And with no further ado, ladies and gentlemen, our guest for this evening is KD. KD, what's up, baby? What's up, gentlemen? Thank good. you. What's good? Good to see you. Glad for the invite. I'm happy to be here, man. Of course. What's that other podcast again? Let's Talk Law Enforcement. That's it. Yep. How can they reach Let's Talk Law More more Law Enforcement? You can find me on Instagram, um, also on Facebook under Let's Talk Law Enforcement. Outstanding. Kenny D, either one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what what made you start that? Well, uh, I've been involved in a a couple shootings. And, you know, you guys know how it is. When you get in shootings, you... The, the public sees one thing. We know what happens in shootings. Public doesn't see that. So it was for me kind of like, you know what? Let me start something where there are a few people, citizens, that maybe they want to understand what we go through when we get into shootings or those type of situations. And that's what started. That's what started it for me. When did you start it? It's only a year old, believe it or not. A little over a year old. So that's your baby. Yeah, I love it, man. I'm, I'm proud of it. It's doing, you know, it's doing very well. Um, I went from, I guess, a zero, I want to say zero followers, zero, you know, people on my Instagram in- integrated with that to now I'm up to like 11,000. Outstanding. Yeah. That's dope. That's huge. That's yeah, awesome. It. Yeah. Because I got, I got good, you know, I follow good people and in turn they follow me and then you know, I read like find guys like you guys is doing kind of doing the same thing. And uh, it's pretty cool because we can relate. And then I listen to some of you guys stuff. And I'm like, damn. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I would have, you know, a show is good when you want to come through the screen yeah. and go. Yeah, I I went through that. You know, they need, I want them to hear what I went through, too. That's dope. So that was my, you know, that was my. I guess my need to start start that podcast. We'll start a podcast. All right, so let's back it up. Where you from? Born and raised? Baltimore, Maryland, man. Baltimore City, West Side. West Side? West Side. Okay. Yeah. West Side. Yep. I went to uh I don't know if it's still open. It was it was Edmondson Inn and then Mount St. Joe. Mount St. Joe? 
Yeah. Dope. So I got a little bit of that Catholic school, and then I got, <laughs> you know, I got the city. I got the west side, okay. as they call it. And then I went from there. I did a little tour of the military. came home. What branch? Army. Did you always want to do it? Well, at 17, it was one of those things that, you know, for us as young black men, that was kind of like one of those options. You know, it was like you're on that corner or you got to find some place to go. Mm. And, and as my mom was like, yeah, you can go. She signed. She was like, hey, you, I'm 17. Get the hell out of here. I was like, all right, cool, right? And I went. But, you know, when you're young, you come back. You know, like for me, I'm like, man, I want to do it as a career, but I want. I came back because I'm thinking I'm missing something. I How many years? Only two. Okay. I want to do two of that. Come back, right? And I'm like, man, what do I want to do? So believe it or not, I got into law enforcement off of seeing one one white police officer, Baltimore City, old Southwest uh, district officer with a curly handlebar mustache, mistreat another friend of mine, a white guy, because I guess he assumed he was white, you know, white trash or whatever. Mm-hmm. So that was my motivation. I was like, nah, bro, you know, so that's when I decided I wanted to get, get into law enforcement. And you started with Baltimore City? Mm-hmm. Baltimore City Housing at that point. Um because I applied for both, and it, for me, it was like the first one to take me. And I was like, you know, at that time, I'm like, damn, the money is only this or that. But it was the excitement of being a cop, and it was the job itself. It was a career. We looked at it as a career at that point. You know, it's not kind of like some of the guys now. So it was a job. It was a career. Because, you know, if you work the projects, you you was, you was the damn man. Mm-hmm. You was the man. You were... Murphy Homes and all that shit. Like, yeah, bro, we did that. And I took pride in doing all that. So I love that. Love going through the academy. Um, had some great instructors, great FTOs. So when when the department, when they finally merged, um, a lot of the guys from our unit went to like Homicide, James Scott, and all of those guys. And what's is funny is when I got into my first shooting, I don't know if you remember, like Kevin Brown, and all those guys that were down homicide, Ron Cherry. Oh, I think wow. he was those guys. Were down, way before our time. Yeah, they were down homicide, right? Mm-hmm. But they took me under their wing because they ain't know where to send me. So they put me in cold case upstairs in headquarters. So that's why I kind of learned that that craft of like a little bit of homicide stuff, which was cool. So I got I got well versed in that stuff, man. Those guys were really good. Mm. Let me ask you, because I know Baltimore City now doesn't have any projects. How was that, like, working the actual project? It w- it was an art, bro. It was an art. Oh. Like, it, because you had people that would throw, I know you heard a story, they would throw trash on you, TVs down on you, diapers on you. That was real. That shit was real. And you were always told not to go in those projects alone. You mm-hmm. never went, you know. Unless you were a two man call a uh, car or something like that, so it was real. But the projects were how many floors? <sighs> Some of those were 10, 11 stories. Oh, so they were high rises. Yeah, they were real high rises. Like, you okay. you guys seen the why, right? Mm-hmm. That that was down to the T. How they you know showed the high rises and stuff like that. Those are real. All that stuff was real, man. So what were you guys responsible for? Well, I did. Um, like I said, I was I got assigned to a street crimes unit, which was at that time we were based. It was funny. We were based over at Hopkins in a garage. 
So it was a mix of us and Eastern District Street Crimes, as we called it. So we did everything because a lot of our guys got sent to, um, it was Haida. It might have changed the name. It was Haida Task Force back then. So they didn't know what to do with a lot of us. So they just, they would just send us out and put us in different units within the city. So, which was cool to us because we were still learning, you know, it didn't matter to us. We were still police in Baltimore. So we would go. And I say it like this, we were used to going in the shit where I'm not saying some of the city officers weren't, but we got, we were used to that. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of city officers didn't want to go into projects. To us, we like. It was like a subculture. Yeah. To, you to, know, to us, we like, bro, this is, this is what we cut our teeth on Murphy homes and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So we love that, to be honest, because we, we took it as, you know, a badge of, of honor. Because if you could work Baltimore City, period, and then you put on that. I can work in the projects. He was, you know, he was all right. He was like Delta. Yeah, I mean, to us, you know what I mean? Because you earned that. Mm-hmm. You earned them projects. Man, them projects weren't no joke. Mm-hmm. It was real shit. It right. was real shit. In your opinion, back then, what was the worst projects? Probably Murphy Home. That was what, on the west side? West side. Right there in uh, Fremont, I think it is now. Uh, low rises now, but yeah. I would say that. Mm-hmm. That was it. I mean, Eastside had that stuff too, but they had a lot of low rises, uh, Perkins and all that off by um, Orleans Street. I think mm-hmm. they just knocked those down. Yeah. 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 Those are down too. You know what I mean? But it was it was cool. Like, you love coming to work because at that time you could police. Mm-hmm. You could police. You didn't put your hands on women. You didn't put your hands on kids. And if you did, you knew what you were going to get. We used to call it that housing unit ass whipping. And no offense, guys knew because it just, you know, but I, I, mean, I would say this, crime was down, right? <laughs> right, crime was down, bro. Crime was freaking down. I mean, you always had murders in Baltimore because you had the drug trade. But we didn't have stuff like we're having now with the teens that are out of control. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have politicians telling you, don't touch them, don't put your hands on them, we got to figure out a way to... You know, he's sitting as officers. We sit back there like they don't respond to that. Not I can say all because some are good, but you know what I'm saying. They don't mm-hmm. respond to a lot of that. So that's the issue that we we looking at now is law enforcement. You know, right. what I mean? like how do you control this beast that you let get out of control because of politics? And then you sit back and you're like, you telling the citizens, and we gonna we gonna fix it? How? Because there's only one way to fix it. And I'm not saying go vigilante. I'm saying you got to let the police be police again. You got to. You know what I'm saying? Everybody carrying guns. Why? You taking away the, you took away the, the, Stop uh, the jump. Yeah, you took out the jump out guy. All the squads that you knew struck fear in these guys that they could jump out on you at any second. They not around no more because you, you, you're afraid of offending the bad guy. Right. I, I think that's crazy. You know, that's 90%. I think 90% of the problem we had, you know. But, yeah, Baltimore was off. The, I love I loved working here. And like I said, until I got into my first shooting here, which was crazy, um, I looked at I saw it as a whole new, like, wow. I saw that other side of it, mm-hmm. the civil side of it, the where you get sued side of it. And you're mm. like, well, wait a minute. I didn't do anything. I did my job. But then you realize it ain't even about you. It's about what families can get 
off of you. You know what I mean? You you didn't deal with your son for 18 years. Mm-hmm. Right, like you know what he does. See, this, unfortunately, you know, I shot and killed, killed this gentleman. Now all of a sudden, you know, you know how they do. Here's, here's his baby picture. Here's this. They pin him up like he's the next Heisman Trophy yeah. winner. Yeah, and you, you're sitting there like, nah, well, we can't release his record. Why? There's no looking record this long. Arm robbery, arm robbery. Well, we can't release it because he's a juvenile. Yeah, but he got charged into the dog. Still won't let you do that. So you sitting there looking like the bad guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, this cop, he just killed somebody. He Uncle Tom. Because he you know, he's sitting there like, nah, unfortunately, I shot him because he robbed somebody. Well, what, what the hell did you want me to do? Because you're supposed to protect. Yeah, and people forget that. Innocent cities. Yeah. You want to dive into that a little bit? What was that like? That encounter? What made you have to pull out your service weapon? Well, me um, being that conscientious officer that day, I was I was then assigned to Southwest District. We had a um, task force up around Poplar Grove. Right? Mm-hmm. Just go get guns. So my partner at that time, is, he was fashionably late. So, you know, the pumps used to be downtown. We had to go down and get gas. Right? Mm-hmm. So I go down and get gas. I'm waiting for him. And the female unit, um, she's a detective now. She calls a backup for a robbery, right, in progress. Nobody answers up. Right? I'm not saying why they didn't answer up, but you guys can take a guess. Mm-hmm. So, okay, I, I'm, I'm answering. I'll back her up, right? I go up. She's like, he's running on North Avenue. We, she's, now she's in the alley off of like North and Baker, around that area. So I'm like, okay, cool. I pull in the alley. I see the guy. He's jumping fences. She's trying to jump the fence after him. Well, she's having problems getting over the fence. And I'm like, okay. But the guy doesn't see me. So, because I was in plain clothes, matter of fact. So she gets, he gets in the last corner house and, um, he hides, but he still doesn't see me. She's getting over the fence, and he's waiting for her ass to get over that fence. Wow! Right? I'm sitting there. I'm look. You know, I'm looking at this in third person. Mm-hmm. Right? And it's so slow, right? Right. The Matrix, man. That's what I tell people. It's like you're like, wow, this is really happening. So he's waiting for her, and she's jumping over the fence, and I'm like, this is this is not gonna be good. It's not gonna end well, right? So I made it. I got over the fence. I confronted him. I look out my peripheral. She's still kind of like getting over the fence. I'm, I got him at gunpoint. Get, you know, get on the ground, whatever. He's he looking at me like, mm, no. Sizing, <laughs> he's sizing you up. 100%. So I'm sitting there like, bruh, I'm thinking this is a grown-ass man. Mm-hmm. Big overhauls on and all. I'm like, turns out... 17? Now the call came out as a on he was uh, armed. Arm robbing. Okay. Right. So that's why you pursued them as you did. Exactly. Right. He's right. already on his piece yeah. yeah. So right. I'm thinking, you know, we got an armed felon, mm-hmm. you know, robbery, all that, right? Good to go. So I'm giving him verbal commands, get on the ground. He looking at me like, mm, no. I don't think I want to do that today. <laughs> right. You know how yeah. it is, right? right? He's like, bruh. And all you guys know, you have a look. And when you look into somebody's eyes, you can kind of see that this is going bad. Yeah. You already decision. know. You, yeah, you already know. And I'm like, oh, this is. So I'm yelling, 
get on the ground, get on the ground, get on the ground. And he's just looking at me. So finally he puts his hands up. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, cool. Then he puts them down. So I'm like, huh, bro. Here we go. Put them up. Right. He's putting them down slow. I'm like, and you know, all this is happening, but in retro, you look back, he like, it, it's like time has slowed down, right? So I'm like, all right, come on, bro. Put your damn hands either up in the air and get on the ground so we can do this. I'm looking for her. I don't know where the hell she is. I'm like, okay, she's behind me somewhere, but I don't hear any commands from her. Mm-hmm. So finally he puts his hands up again and I'm like, okay, I'm good. And then he drops his hands in that I'm faster than you way. Not, mm-hmm. you know, not the normal. Mm-hmm. He dropped him like, I'm going I'm going to get you. I'm faster than you. And he went inside his overalls because he had on blue overalls. He went inside. He went inside his dip, displaying characteristics of what? Of an armed person. Okay. Armed gunman. Um, I'm focused on that area, on him. Because your experience and expertise lets you know what? Right. He's armed. I'm like, he's pulling. I I can't give him that shot. Mm -hmm. Right. I'm already behind the eight ball because I let you get that far. Exactly. But what people don't understand is, again, that stuff happens in millisecond. So you still processing that. And you're like, is this really happening? And then when he did it and when he reached in, I was like, okay. So I fired one shot. Mm -hmm. I didn't know at that time that shot went right through his pants into his hand. Right through his hand. Right. Well, he comes forward at me still with his hand and, and his dip. dip. And I'm like, man, what do I have here, right? I fired two more shots. Send him at, boom, boom, right? He falls. I'm over him. You know, blood starts uh, coming out of his eyes, all that. So I'm sitting there like, you know, that moment. Reality set in. That, that ear, you know, you get your ear, you lose mm-hmm. hearing, all that, right? you just like... Radio ear, everything is silent every, to you. Everything. I didn't hear sirens. I didn't hear anything, right? So... It's that old shit. Yep. That Matrix moment, right? So I hear, finally, it's like, it starts opening up, and I'm looking at him, and I'm like, this guy is dying, mm-hmm. right? I'm like, this guy gonna die, right? Or he's dead. So finally, and I'm not laughing, again, not laughing at him, what happened. I'm laughing because I came to back your ass up. And where the fuck are you at? Right? And I'm sitting there like, and then finally she, I I start hearing, signal 13, signal 13, right? And I'm like, I'm just still looking. So now the crowd comes out. Man, they call it a citywide signal 13 that day. My partner, well, my partner, but he was in academy with me. Um, he comes, and I remember the father. The father came, and he jumped over the fence, and he's standing there looking at, look, you know, yelling, and he started hitting me. Right, he started hitting me on my arm and shit. And I'm sitting there like, but I don't feel anything because I'm standing there in the days with my gun in my hand, like, and he just straight hit me, bro, like hit me, and I I couldn't feel anything. And again, I'm like. Retro, I'm like, what were you doing? Mm-hmm. Okay, you called the 13. I heard that part. So again, I started to hear siren. And then I'm looking at him. And finally, you know, my say my boys, but the squad came. And he's like, give me your gun. 
give me a gun. He took my gun from me. And um, they put me in a cruiser and took me down to the Western District to get me out the area. It was it was crazy. It was it was a signal wise signal thirteen. So you did have a gun? Nope. Nope. Did he have a gun? Nope. But this is what I found out. He did have a gun. You do it. But he forgot. You know, he did his muscle memory, mm-hmm. and he got rid of it. But I guess I don't know what the fuck he was thinking. You know what I mean? I guess he figured I got I still got the gun. I don't know what he did, but they, he did have Wait. a gun. But he got rid of it. But he got rid of it. And he figured if he could act like he's going to pull out him. on you. And, and, and you can't yeah. bluff me. You can't bluff you can't a, do that an official you officer. You can't bluff when you're on hold. You're not holding nothing. You can't do that. You can't bluff when you're not holding nothing. You can't do that. I don't know what he was thinking. You can't do that. Right? Mm-hmm. So it was. We're not in the bluff game. You know, right. <laughs> and people don't understand that. Right. Because they're like, well, you shouldn't have killed. You should have known. How? How? I don't know him. How? Oh. He should have known when the, when the first one hit his hand. Yeah, and that's what. All right, let mind. me get down on right. the ground, man. I'm, you know I'm right. 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 That's, 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 <laughs> not, that's not a kill shot. You know what right. Like, right. That's one of the. That's a self corrected right. issue. Right. Get, get your fucking right. hands out your right. pants. Let me stop bluffing. Right. Well, and that's where I shout him at because, again, I'm focused on that area. Yeah. And it was just, you know, muscle memory and you taught, you know, and, 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 and retro is like, yeah, you. You didn't shoot him in the correct area until the second and third shot. But where I was, the thing is, I'm glad I did in a way. Yeah. Because that's what, that's what saved me. Because you wasn't trying to kill him. Nope. Right. You're just protecting your life. And when he reached, I was like. Because he sold every move to be, I have a gun. Bro, he, he would not comply. He displayed all the characteristics yep. you needed. Yep. And I, and I was like, wow. So that was bad. And then. The aftermath of that was, you know, I went down to homicide. I didn't know anything until the detectives came and they were like, yeah, he died. And I'm like, yeah, you know, and I don't mind admitting at this point, like I cry like a baby down, down headquarters because of course. it's a human life. I'm like, yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like, I just, man, I just killed somebody. And then when they told me his age, I was like, God damn, like I just, you know, it was, it was surreal. My sergeant came and I remember and I'm he, you know, we cool and I'm hold, he holding me, we holding like three women in the hallway, mm-hmm. but I ain't giving a shit. I'm like, Sarge, like, what the fuck? He's like, you gonna be fine. He was like, just, you know, and I gave a brief statement to homicide. Uh had to come back the next day and medical examiner came back with all the information and then she was like, they were like, um, DNA and, and physical evidence don't lie. I remember the homicide detective mm-hmm. telling me that. He said it don't lie. And again, Ron Cherry was on my case. Everything and, you said displayed everything yep. from their from their investigation. Yep. He said don't lie. And they cleared me like that week. They cleared wow. me that week. Homicide cleared me, of course, right? Right. I didn't know I was gonna have to go through the whole you getting sued, uh I forgot the lawyer's name here that sues every police officer. Not Warren Brown, but the other one. I forgot his name. Mm-hmm. Tall, light-skinned dude. But anyway, I'm getting sued. I'm like, well, hey, well, what you talking about? sued for, right? right? Like, the hell I'm getting sued for? And then I, that's when I learned the other side of it, where it's like, they're not really, they are suing you, but they had everybody's name on that lawsuit, from the police commissioner to our chief to everybody versus, you know, and then what he 
his earnings he would have made as a as a stick up boy. And I kid you not, that's it was it was what they list his future earnings as what he would have made if he. <laughs> And again, I'm not laughing at it. Continue dad, robbing motherfuckers. But yeah, that's that's that a bitch. yeah, yeah, that's not true. Yeah, that's yeah, not, bro, that's look, that's bro. Not true. yeah, that's no, not, I'm telling you, listen, I, I don't that. that, that's not true. Okay. Are you serious? We're not doing that. Okay, okay, you see, Chris Vance, you said, we're not doing this. What? I'm they, telling you, they listed his, his projected <laughs> They lift. They stick No, they listed his projected. Cause I was like, I'm y'all looking done. at this shit now. Yo, I'm the wow. same way. Even right behind you, like, right. I was like, what? Turning. That's they, a stick up kid. They, <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. And it, it was something. I kid you not. It was something like two hundred thousand dollars he would have made. If huh? Was, that's. So, Yo, I see, need to copy of that. Just redact the whole. <laughs> Yo, I'm, I'm taking the. Bruh, it, it's probably it's probably public information now I, down in the courthouse because I'm sitting there like, are you kidding me? I'm talking to the city as a solicitor, an attorney. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying, wait, wait, you future earnings of what? <laughs> they right. like, yeah, you can sue for that. So what? what? <laughs> he was a stick up boy. What the? And so that's when I got sour. Didn't file no taxes. <laughs> that's they take right, taxes. What the I love that part of because I was like, "Are you kidding me?" And that's where you learn the civil part of when you're involved in the shooting and stuff like that. You learn how the departments treat you, how a, a different agencies treat you, and how you have friends that will. And I didn't call them friends, but so-called associates that like, man, if it look bad, they gone. They gone. Mm. They gone. So I went through. Wow, I went through it. Bro. And now, how many years did you have on prior? Well, before that, that shit? was three years. Wow, wow. Years. So, what did that do for you, especially when you went when you saw the other side of it? It it hardened me, and I suffered Gosh. from PTSD for the longest time. Did you? Bad PTSD, mm. waking up in the middle of the night. What was it? Was it the flashbacks? Yeah, yeah. And then I was angry because. Here I did everything I was trained to do to a T, and you coming for me? Yeah, like Damn. and then you got oh, the family. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know, you got the family all on TV. Like, and again, that's when I learned the baby picture error. Like, what are you showing this baby picture for? This motherfucker like 17. Well, right. you know, we showing the little bow tie and the attorney. He did it. He shot, and then all the stories come. He shot him in the head while he was on his knees praying to God. How did that happen? Oh, he really wanted to paint that picture. Hey, bro. He, I he said, got you, shot him in the, you, shot, he said, you shot him in the head? Mm. Wow. No. No way in the he head, painted, bro. He painted that picture. Yeah. 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 Civil court is, yeah. is, is preponderance evidence. Yeah. They don't care. They don't care. It's crazy. all about the money. So I'm doing a deposition. Oh, and then they went back to even part of the military where they're like, well, you were trained this way in the military, so you were... Ex- bro, they go back to... Them lawyers do stuff that you like. They really go back. What, I mean, they do what that did that? Military. But they go back and say, yeah, you shot expert in this. You did this. This was your MOS. Huh? Yeah, but what they got to do with this? Well, you I mean, were a trained... you shot killer. expert, you would have hit him in the head. But I would have aimed well, for right. that. You know what I'm saying? But, but we, instead, we're not taught that. We're not taught for no, fatal teeth. Cinemax. Cinemax. All the way, right? Because I tell people, too... <laughs> This stuff where y'all think we gonna shoot him in the leg and all that, bro. Stop that bull. Yeah, just stop. Stop it. it. Stop. This is TV. This, this is CIS. Exactly. Or whatever. Miami. It's not real life, bro. It don't work like that, right? 
but you can't tell people that no because this is what they they assumption isn't it crazy when you when you understand and they're like they try to like just throw so much dirt at you yeah and then when it's over over yeah. over they're like hey man yeah. good job yeah. You're like, what? <laughs> right. Don't talk to me. Right, right. 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 You just lied. <laughs> you up. Yeah. You just lied. <laughs> just yeah. tried to fry me. You're like, like, hey, man, I tried to catch you on that one. But you, you did. Good shit. Yeah. That's it. Right. Bro, that is it. But yo, but that that's the political game, bro. That's that that people Listen, don't know. They get game. they get paid to do a job too, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. That they don't know. Very, very well. And then quickly after that, you know, I was cleared, so I had to wait for a year to get civilly cleared. Even though I was clear. I had my badge and gun. Well, I had another badge. You know, they gave yeah. me to replace The civil is different. So they ain't know what to do with me. Right. So they sent me to headquarters and I learned how to dispatch. But I was up on, was it the eighth floor then? I don't know. What, what, eighth floor? I, yeah, how, fourth floor. How, how was that? that? I loved it because we, a we had the new, because we had the new, that's when they got the new 800, I think, system, mm -hmm. the new CAD system. So for me, it was learning another skill. So I'm in there like, I'm having fun, bro. I'm over right. there like, hey, because he's my boy. I'm talking to my boys. And I learned that skill. So this is the new version you know, of TRU. Yeah, yeah this is it. Oh, I couldn't do TRU. Because mm -hmm. I, I don't even know if they had TRU then. It was kind of empty. Yeah, but I was actually dispatching. Yeah. It is. You see right. from the inside. Yeah, wow. I'm actually, I'm sitting there like. So you was out there banging. Yeah, I'm looking at the calls and I'm sitting and I'm like, yeah, okay, I'm sitting, I ain't going to get out of there. You about to get off. <laughs> right? You know how we do. Right, look so, it out. Yeah, right. That's so I'm having, because I'm used to being on that other end. Uh -huh. So I finally, when they cleared me from that, I was like, all right, cool. And then I was pissed though. So then DC came and they started recruiting a lot of officers from Baltimore. Because they were redoing their whole thing. This is like 2001, two, And they were like, hey, we give you this. We give you this. We get take home. And I'm sitting there like. What that package looked like back mm -hmm. in the day? What, what was well, it? honestly, then it was an automatic like $20,000 raise. Really? Okay. Damn. Right. So you're looking at that. And then you're looking at. That's Baltimore County right now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, they doing it right now. They doing it. Right? Because they need people. Yes, they Everybody do. need people a now. Too. <laughs> right? A County. A, I think A County is 20,000. Yep. And Baltimore County is 15. A County yeah. is. Because DC is 20. I think DC is 20. This is 20? Whatever now. Yeah. Do they so, take your time too? Well, go ahead. Mm -hmm. No, no, no. I'm they sorry. did. So they recruited. And I went down with like 10 guys. And we went down to D.C. Damn. And for us, going in like Southeast D.C. Like D.C. Metro? Yeah, hmm, D.C. police, okay. right? And we were like, to us, going in D.C. was like, this it? Yes, not, we got not, you know, we weren't being arrogant, but we like, we from Baltimore. We right. come down here with this shit, Southeast? Mm -hmm. Southeast nice, though. Southeast it nice. Northwest is better. I still Northwest, Southeast, South I ain't gonna say Southeast is nice. I'm gonna say certain parts, certain parts certain of parts. it. Now that they kind of redid yeah. whatever, but going down there in the beginning, and you going to some of the areas, Alabama Avenue, and all that. For me, I'm like, man, that's baby shit. Because we were used to that Baltimore life, yeah, and it was yeah. murder, 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 shoot, 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 shoot. There was, eh, you know what I mean? More like domestic stuff. Not so much gutter. Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Now it is. Except for now my man Shy Glizzy was good. Yeah, oh. right, right. Now it is, right? So I got like down there. I like his music. Loved it, right? They offer great, I will say this, they offer great training. They will send you, for, you you multitask in D.C. Because mm. you need it. You, right. You, you doing, 
you doing every kind of detail there. So, man, I was crime scene, actor shooter, rifle, crisis intervention, all that. And I got all that training within the first, I'm going to say first couple of years. Nice. And they keep that training going. So you That's can cool. get all that stuff. And I got every, I took advantage of all that. So I, I ended up being FTO. I went to FTO school. My commander was like, you need to go to FTO school. For people that don't know, what's FTO school? Field training also. So I got to train all the new um, we call recruits. Can't call them rookies. New officers. No, rookies no more because they get right. offended by that. Right? Emotional. Right? We're like, right. We're like, man, you're a fucking rookie, right? Right. Like we were taught, don't touch the radio, sit in the car, be quiet. But that's the way we were Learn taught. Your block. Be a sponge. There mm-hmm. you go, right? You can't do that now. What block we on? Right, right, right. right. You better not look up. Tell me where you at. Right, right. I'd have got my FTO. He said, we just got shot. What block are we on? I'm like, uh, uh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he got me too. Yeah. My man got me, my man. Yeah, yeah he's retired. That's how we man. learned, man. You right. know what I mean? We were taught like, that uh, way. Now it's like, oh, you, you stressing them out. Yeah, but that's what the fuck nah, you need. Because it's the real, it's the it's real world out here, right? So I did that. And that was, I can say the highlight. But between that, actor shooter training, and um, being on active shooter team, rifle training, that was probably some of the best uh, training that I did. Because I got to actually mold the people that would be my backup at some point, you know, yeah. three months down the road or whatever. And I will say this, at that point, my commander, um, we kind of came up together in D.C. So he was, do what you got to do. You know what I mean? He, You could talk to him. He, matter of fact, he, Conti, he just left. Right. He just left D.C. Um, as a chief, but he was my commander. Then. And he was like, you do what you got to do, because he was old school, too. So you will work. Yeah. He didn't like you couldn't come to him. Y'all know how it is. You couldn't you couldn't get past a sergeant 90 percent of the time to even make a complaint about anything. Nowadays, I ain't going to say it's right or wrong, but. Why are you talking? You don't have an audience with the commander or my lieutenant. Have you lost your damn mind? Never. You start with me in this car. And you stay here. And you stay here. And that's the way it's going to go. If you don't like it, get out of my cruiser. Because I've I've taught. I got a record of teaching very well all my trainees. So if you can't grasp it or you don't want to, that's fine. Get out. You can go with somebody else. But I've never had that where... You know, I had one, he complained, and I saw him, told him, he's like, well, good, you can sit in the station all day. And he finally decided, it's like, nah, I need to get back out there. But we can't. We don't break the chain of command at all. You, we no. could, you, you couldn't do that. Right. It's there, I still you, could, you went to your senior officer first. Yeah. And then if he couldn't fix it, then he would say, let me make a phone call. Absolutely. You, didn't, you, didn't, you don't go to ranking supervisors never, at all. Never. Ever. But, but this is yeah. this is that new the new wave of policing. Yeah, yeah. and it's not good. It's right. not good. Because instead of those lieutenants and captains and stuff saying, you know, why are you in my office? Exactly. Hey, get the hell out of my office. Did you talk to your supervisor? You know, your, or did you talk to your FTO first? Right. That's but how you were raised. At the same time, we have commanders that when you do go through the chain of title. They're like, did you go through your chain of title? I'm like, yeah. yeah. This is why I went to you because right. I didn't went through it. And it wasn't <laughs> They're not better. doing their fucking job. You see what I'm saying? Right. So it's like, right. like, yeah. And at yeah, the time, well, I'm talking something personal. At the time, the deputy commissioner is my neighbor. And I still mm. didn't go to him. See what cool? I'm saying? 
Yeah, I could have knocked on his door. Right, 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 right. We watched right. baseball games together, but because of the chain command, you let, let, I still went through that and dealt with what I had to do. And with. I guarantee he respected you for it. Guarantee. I mean, guarantee. Yeah. No, seriously, because that's the way it should be. Chain of command is definitely. I believe yeah. in that. That's yeah. the way it should be. So I believe in that. That's been my. That was my. That was my baby down there. And then it's crazy because I got into a shooting down there too. But this was a guy on PCP. Oh, and that's heavy down there, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, oh and uh, God. what they call it, like Lick or something like that. What, what do they call it? Um, uh, dip, dipper, dipper, dippers, dippers. Yeah. Well, well, like, please. So I didn't elaborate. know. I didn't know about that till I got down to DC and right. I saw the first dude jump out the back of an Ambo, and I'm sitting there like, the fuck around. He brought the neck it, and he jumped off the Ambo, running in the middle of the street. I was in there like. I had never seen that. Because again, all of my head is shit, but I had never seen that. Right. So when it officers down there hit me to us, he's like, yeah, they they called it uh, water, the water and some other stuff. But that stuff is crazy. It's what is crazy, it? They, they dip a, a, a cigarette. Well, blow a cigarette. And mm-hmm. in, in it. And what? All this is, all really is embalming fluid. And some other really? stuff mixed into it. Yeah. What? Yeah. I thought it was um um They put chemicals in it. Yeah. But it was, um, a whole bunch of other shit. Yeah, but it's basically basically it's crazy. It's like embalming fluid. That's crazy. So they lose they get really hot, so they start stripping clothes off. And then they they don't um the pain thing is gone for them. So you banging on them and all that, they don't feel like they don't feel that shit. They don't feel none of that, bro. They call it green. They used to call it green to some stuff up here. Thank you. You know well what done. I mean? Well done. So it's different now. Yeah. Right? But yeah, man, that was my first dealing with that. And then we had a guy on that. He said he's going to stab up the whole house. We went there. He, uh, firefighter comes because we're doing a forced entry because he's like, yeah, I got my whole family here and we're going to kill him. I'm going to cut him up. So we at the door. Firefighter come. We got to do a forced entry. Firefighter's opening the door. He opens the door. We look up. This dude got a Rambo knife like this. He comes out in the little hallway. He starts stabbing a firefighter up, right? Oh, in the back. Firefighter doesn't even know because he got that heavy coat on. So mm-hmm. he's down there, you know, yeah, opening right, right? Like, he, right. like, we look at me like, oh, but he he doesn't even feel it because he got that heavy coat on. But dude is like, eh. so we like, so one of the officers with me, he grabs him, push, pushes him back against the wall. Dude looks at us. And again, I knew it was bad right then and there. Cause, Flashbacks. Bro, he had those red yeah. eyes. Yep. He had them eyes. And you I'm looking sitting dead like, at him. this is bad. Because this, this is not going, we yell at the same time. Drop the knife, drop the knife. And we in a hallway. The hallway was smaller than this enclosed area we at. And man, there's three officers lined up. And it's a door like that. And he comes out the apartment door. And we're sitting there like, <sighs> everybody's like, bro, drop the knife. So he didn't. And the minute he took that step towards us in that little hallway, we was done. He, we, you eight, kissed eight times. Done. Yeah, he dropped the knife. Then knife went flying in the air. He fell back in the apartment, and he had flooded the apartment. So it wasn't, it, and it was crazy. It was, it was no family members in there. He fell back, and we heard him. Like what the? Fuck? We look, you know, we look in there. He laying in like piles of water because he had turned all the water on. 
let that go. Oh, he's on some homo. He was on some th- right. Yeah. So what bandits? We're not laughing, but it's like we see Popeye's chicken bones, you know, like floating swimming by, through the goddamn right? yeah, right. right? <laughs> so we like, what kind of shit is this? Right. right? And he laying there, and all we see is like his see? feet moving. And we're like, okay, they stop. Are right, we good? Hey, we got a shooting dispatcher. Like, okay, stop. And luckily, the fireboard was there. But it's nothing we could do. Like, bro, you, what you want us to do? Right. Like, people put, people put police in situations like that. And sometimes there's no, there's nothing good gonna come out of that. No, not with a knife. I'm yeah. sorry. And it wasn't a steak knife. We'd have been like, right, I think they call it wet. A rust. That's what they call it, right? Wet. Wet. You yeah. get wet. Get wet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's that? The DC yeah. shit that when they smoke, yeah. they get wet. Yeah. And he got wet. Yeah, <laughs> and, and that's it's what true. he did. Right. Yeah, that's what they call yeah. it. Yeah, because yeah. they wet the blunt or the yeah. They put it inside there and then they smoke it. Yep, and yeah, that little I, bit caused I, you. Mind. I thought it was like PCP, right? Was it PCP? But you said bombing fluid. It is well, it is PCP, but part of that solution is bombing. It's not, it's not it's fluid. Who, who would want to do that? But the, a but lot of people, go. absolutely, a lot of people. And these, like in DC, do they still like do that? Yeah. Just like here, these guys like. Yeah. Yeah. I think here they just bro. smoke weed and get Chinese food <laughs> and shoot each other. <laughs> shoot each other. Yeah, right? but yeah, that too. Yeah. Nah, bro, they still That's do different. it. Yeah, they do it. And and the first of the month, you kind of knew you because you would get one call, mm-hmm. a naked girl running down the street. Because girls did it, it too, yeah, right? Right. So you knew the rest of that night or that day you was gonna get more calls because he didn't just sell to that one shit. Right, it's no. out. It's, it's out. Them call. First of the month, yep, boy. Yeah, yeah. They buying yeah, everything. Yeah. Here we get yeah. heroin addicts <laughs> just trying to sell you old VCRs first, and shit. First of the 15th is lit. <laughs> right. Boy. Same way down there. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, and checks and shit. So how long was you down there before you got into that shooting? <sighs> Probably about six, six years. Now what did that... What did that shooting do for you? That shooting, I wasn't as angry because I knew, I kind of knew what I was going to have to go through. Right. But it did push me back into that, again, back into that darkness of post-traumatic stress disorder. So I wanted nothing to do with people. Mm. I wanted nothing to do with anybody. I it's, the world, bro. It's funny you say that because the job, even us having, what, 12 and a half, 13 years on it makes you dislike people entirely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, because that. we, when we get yeah. called, of course, we get called for to see the worst of the worst. Yeah. I mean, because we come to work, we're not trying to kill anybody. Yeah. Right. Know, it's like you you put me in that situation. But you got, but it, it, we're so programmed to turn it off and turn it off yeah. in so many different yeah. facets. Yeah. Either this to be a simple call or if they just have a disagreement. Yeah. Then you got a domestic. Yeah. Then you get oh, armed robbery. Yeah. And there's different levels of turning it off and turning it on. 100. And sometimes and, you can't. And sometimes you can't. When you got to go full-blown, active, a gorilla. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, and then, yeah. And then you got to shut that shit off instantaneously. And go home. Do you be, really be think a, you're going to be, be the same human. person after 20-plus years of doing that? Oh, no. You, you lose yourself. And what what's left of me now, and mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's a bad way, but it's not that innocent dude that started the academy back then. Right. Like, you know, this again, my third freaking academy. It's like you learn and you grow, but 
I, you know, and I don't say this in a in a mean way, but I now have would have no hesitation putting a bullet in somebody. And yeah. I'm not saying it in a mean way where I'm like, I'm going to look for somebody. No, but at this point, you if you put me, if you even give me a hint that you're gonna hurt me. I'm not gonna oh, think twice. God, we not. No. We not doing that. Wow. I think it, it puts us in that. that. You know what I mean? It's wow. it's just yeah. it's life. You adapt to it. And, but it's the profession we chose to have us on high alert like that yeah. when it's time to be. Yeah. And a lot of people, of course, they're going to find that confusing yeah. because they don't go through what we go through. Yeah. Policing is so downplayed to a level, but that's why we started our podcast. Same. I mean, policing is like Superman, Batman, right? They downplayed what they did. I mean, like, I don't want It's just... They downplayed it. It's It's... It's not, it's a lot to deal with. It's a lot. But Superman dealt with a lot. Batman dealt with a lot. Oh, man. I'm about but during the day, they downplay huh? the shit. I'm about, I'm about to start a podcast with future earners of criminals. <laughs> <laughs> that's like, like I know, that's, that's the case. crazy. Hey, hey, look it up, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Brother, I'm sitting there looking yeah. at the um, thing from Michael Jordan, like how he yeah. projected him to be there. That's Let me ask you a question. So, like, what was the difference? Was there a difference between oh, the way he was treated here and then and the DC. way he was treated in DC as far as like on the civil side? Great <clears> question. <throat> yeah, um, the civil part down there, they didn't even, they tried to sue. No, nah, the attorney general's down there, like, nah. They don't play that. Oh, uh, yeah. Because they see what then what, what happened, the suspect in reference. Yeah. And if it's. So that procedure was a little bit more easier for yeah. you. I mean, I would, like I say, I was cleared. I was cleared here quickly, but. Down there, I was like, like here, here, go home for you know, three months and, you know, with pay and just chill. You good. I, I did have to go back over to homicide a couple of times, but even then, the fit off, fit detective was like, you straight. She told me from day one, you straight. She's like, I just got to ask you these questions because this is what we do. And she, she never gave me that, you in trouble shit. Did his family try to sue? Oh, they did. I think they all do. Yeah. They all do. They try to get some money. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Whole family did. But they, it didn't even get to my level. They cut it off. Right. Like, nah. He was Too much evidence. Piece of yeah. Thing. They listened to the calls yeah. for service and all that. He's going to kill a whole family. They're like, <laughs> we ain't getting nothing out of here. Now, now, I know we've been talking for a long time, like, on, uh, on um, IG and stuff and all that. Mm -hmm. You heavy on the FTO stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Why, why, like, please. Because you, you really harp on that. Because I think when you train good officers, they're a reflection of you. But they're also, like, you want good officers out there. I always said it. And again, I got this from my first FTO here, Jimmy Scott. I think Scott might be down homicide or he retired. He was like, listen, you will be backing me up in three months. I remember that. That stuck with me. Wow. Okay. That stuck with me. So I'm big on that. Um, you will not get out of my car. You will not be certified to ride by yourself if I don't think you can handle, you know, a simple call. And we used to sit back, me and my, you know, you've seen some of the videos, but we used to sit back and we like, all right, go handle that call. We sit in the car. If you need us, whatever. And we would look right both our trainees and they look at each other. Of course, you knew. We all had that. We brain, We were new, right? But we want you to get out there and use your mind. And sometimes you have to talk to people and tell them, no, you ain't getting that report. 
you can't be scared to tell people that. People will bully you. Y'all both know this. People will bully you. I need a report. What? No. Somebody broke me out? Show me. Well, it happened three days ago. Sorry, sir. You could have called three days ago. And we afraid, we afraid as officers to do that because we have that management that's like, give it's Burger King. It is not Burger King. And that's the problem that, you know, that goes from the top down, down to the officers. And I never, I never, I always empowered my trainees to go, ah, oh, because I trained a lot of females. I was just going to bring that up. But you also. Because I was one, it was, I was, it's funny, but I got requested from the academy because, you know, the academy mm-hmm. is like high school. So you have different classes. No, you know, the department class. is like high school. Well, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, at the academy, you had the different classes. So when I got my first one, when she, when I got her, her mom was instructor at the academy. So, of course, when I finished with her, she went back and told her mom how I trained her. Her mom paid attention. And then I started posting videos because I wanted people to see you can have fun doing this, too, and be the cop, right? You know what I'm saying? So, people, I started getting requested from the academy from classes that hadn't even graduated yet to come so I could train them. The trainees. Yep. I start getting, you know, I start getting like, yeah, I want to go with you. I want to go. With you. And I'm like, I don't even know what district y'all can get assigned to. But it was funny because the commander from the district, he's gonna be on my podcast at some point. He's retired now. Commander, I'm sorry, of the academy. He said the same thing. He's like, these people are like requesting to go with you. What are you doing? I'm like, we well, having fun, but I'm still showing them how to post. Because the job is fun. Yeah. You gotta let it. You gotta let it be fun again. But we are so used to you, we, the citizen is right. This is no. This listen. Citizen ain't right. Don't know what the fuck they talking right. about. Right. Ninety eight percent of the time they need they to don't. be guided accordingly. They yeah, just got absolutely. so used to. I need a report. Give me a report. report. I need a report, and that's ninety percent of the problem. How long do you have your trainees for? Normally, it was three months, um, and then one shift. No, well, yeah, because I was on day shift, so sometimes we would rotate. Do you pass them off? Yeah. Like, oh. I I had a close friend. He's gone now. He's gone to Raleigh. But me and him, we train the same way. So we, like, I would get a recruit. Well, sometimes when they send multiple, he would get one, I would get one. When he finished with his, I would get his, mm-hmm. and then he would get mine. So they all knew that mindset. We trained together. We went on calls together. Like, my whole squad, they knew when we had trainees, y'all off for the day. Y'all chill. They handling everything. Yeah, everything. Because that's at, the way you learn. At what point did you allow them to take calls by themselves where you just sit back and don't say nothing? Probably if they if they showed some good radio etiquette during that first week or two. Having radio air. Yeah. I would let them, you know, we would go to some minor calls and I'm like, okay, we're going to sit here. So me and him, we knew, we trained enough where we would both let the trainees get out and we would just sit in the car. Again, they were minor calls, right? But we wanted to see, like, accidents are perfect because you can sit there and you can let them get out of the car right. and you can just say, okay, handle your business. Let me show, show me what you got. And sometimes you have to, come here, come here, come here. And then sometimes you let them do the whole spill and they get in and they're like, well, how'd I do? Because, you know, you had to rate them on a we had computer. You had to rate them, like, every day. Absolutely. So that's the only way they got passed if you rated them high enough. So I, I'd be like, nah, I'm going to hold your thing for a day or two. Because sometimes you had to get them thinking. It's like, did I do something wrong? But I never put fear into them unless they did something stupid. Mm-hmm. Man with a gun call. Ooh. 
where you going? I had one, you know, she disappeared on me. I'm like, where you going? I let her ass have it. I let her have it. She came back and apologized, but I let her have it. I was like, you disappearing a man with a gun. She went over to help some lady find a dog. That's a priority one call. Let's go. Mm. Right. But again, I'm sitting there like, what are you doing? Right. Mm. But I didn't let her, let her have it out there in the street. I no, let no. her have it when we In closed back. doors. Absolutely. Yeah. Not in front of the citizen. Right. Because citizen don't know. She waved her over like, hey, can you help me find my dog? And I'm sitting there like, we, we got a man with a gun in this garage. You didn't hear that radio? Let's go. Right. right. But she knew. She never did that again. And she That's turned good. out to be, you know, pretty, or a pretty matter of fact, a good officer. There's a lot of um, of your trainees or recruits that have gone on and like oh my God, actually yeah. have become not only like from what I see on Instagram, but like pretty successful mm-hmm. police officers, captains on Instagram. I got captains, and they and they they post their promotions, yeah. yep. and it's like yeah. oh you know, and they always yep. attribute to I'm you. I'm super proud of that, man. You yeah, know, that's pretty I got dope. Captains, bro. I got I got a captain I train. She's a captain there. That's dope. You know. And she never forgets. She never forgets. I, like I, you know, I could walk in the roll car, be like, "Hey, come here, stop." With She's me, a right? captain with DC, right? She got my DC. Okay, mm-hmm. but she, you know, I would never do it in front of the other officers or whatever. Of course not. Yeah, but yeah. she knows. It's like, damn girl, I remember because I always remind them. Remember, you started here, mm-hmm. and that's what they always kind of hit me back with. That's the foundation. Like, hey, like, yeah, remember we did this? So sometimes when I post those videos at like four or five years old, three years old, they hit me up and like, man, I miss you. I miss the times we had. I'm like, yeah, because sometimes you got to be reminded of where you started from, especially in this job. Definitely. You know what I mean? Yeah. You have to be. So, yeah, I love it, man. I love doing it. Um Probably be in it for another three years, maybe. How many years and you coming then, up on now? This will be, what, 25? I said when I was 20 something. But I love it, right? I'm not tired yet. Um, once I get tired, tired, and then I'm like, okay, now I'm throwing it in. Because then when you get like that, now you're angry, you're super angry, you're going to do something on the street. That you yeah, at that point, you're not good for nobody. Right. <laughs> How many years you doing, DC? 19. Wow. So 19 DC, how many were housing? Now up here, five, almost six, because it was 96 too. Yeah, yeah, almost six. And now I got a year down in PG where I'm at. So I, like I said, I'm not done, quite done, but I enjoy talking to people because most people don't listen about the problems that's going on. They They just have their own solutions. And sometimes, you know, I get it. As police departments, we don't do a good job relaying information to citizens. Mm-hmm. We, we just don't. Our PIOs, I'm be honest, are some shit for the most part because they're going to say exactly what's written down, what what the chief tells them to say or whatever. Sometimes you got to go out of that and say, listen, you guys want crime down, right? So these officers are going to be out here and uh, unfortunately – Maybe some feelings will get hurt. They're not trying to hurt anybody, but you want guns off the street. You want the murders down. And that's what we do on this podcast. That's the uh, the chief in Florida. Was it Grady? Yeah. I love him. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Oh, and um, he keeps the green uniform. Yeah. Yes, he keeps it a buck. Yeah, he does. Tall glass of water. And they all don't care how you feel about it. They all want to work for him. Yeah, yeah. Look, every other week I they're would. putting kilos, they're putting big guns on the table. Wow. Yeah. Hey, boss, done. if he listen, if you was in goddamn Maryland or the DMV area, I'd go work for you. <laughs> yeah. Or, I love him. Even right. though I love our new freshly committed commissioner. Yeah, we got a new commissioner. Yeah, I saw. I know commissioner, commissioner Worley, love you. That's he, he my came from, guy. That's the boss. He, guy, right? No, no, he Baltimore City all day. That's what I was boss. saying, right? Yeah. That's the boss. Okay. Word. Yeah. I thought so when I saw the name. I was like, it should be good. Commissioner yes. World, he's the man. I'm he's sure he's he's cooking up something. Yeah. Okay. Great guy. Great yeah. man. Stayed Sil the same. Silverback started in the in Northeast really? under him. Under him. Okay. Okay. Right. So he's like, shout out man. to him. Yeah. Yeah. He was dope. See, that's cool, man. That's what I'm saying. I think that's what you need, and I love the fact that we're excited. And that's that's what I'm talking about. When when officers excited about their commanders, lieutenants, captains, then you know you're on the right track. And we got a new state's attorney. And we're excited about that too. Yeah, having base. So, you know what I mean? Like, things are pairing up. We'll see what happens. You know what's so dope? Our relationship we built with him. I'm working the front desk the other day. And out of nowhere, I just hear somebody like just talking. I didn't know they was talking to me. Right. I can convince them. Mr. Worley, he talking like he, and we talking like about, avoid, he talking right, right I, I ain't even looking at him, like I'm looking the opposite direction, right. and he's in back of me talking, so he talking about football, so I turn around, I said, oh, I said, what up, boss, and we talking about football, right. and shit. Right. but it's, but that's how me and him always are, and he didn't change, and he never changed, that's so just him mean. going at his way to come talk to me, meant a lot, you know what I'm saying, mm -hmm. so I, you know, yeah. I'm proud for that man. High hopes. Yeah. We have officers like that that want to. That's part of it, right there. Because we got we got to get past the point of we're just going to hire somebody because of color. We got to get like we fail. Yeah, we fail. Like a lot of a lot I mean, of people don't want to talk it about it, right? Yeah. But the, we got to get past that. The the guy that was here before. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah. The guy that was here before. Yeah. What are you I know you did. In Baltimore City? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And still nothing. And I wasn't even working here. You know what I mean? Yeah. But no. Damn, I'm working for this dude. No, no. I didn't hear anything. I mean, the technology yeah. stepped this yeah. game up. It stepped this game, but it's, it's the, but nah. But the technology doesn't win crime on the street, though. You feel me? After this, the after threat. I mean, technology yeah. helps a case. Right. But we can't even... Well, no, you need it. Hands down, you need technology. I don't care what you say. Right. Technology is, is so... But, but the hand of the city, we, 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 we were missing so much. You know what I'm saying? But I think we got the right guy at the helm. Man. I hope so. I think we... I Seriously. I'm glad that we got the right uh, guy right now. I hope so. Like, I'm excited. And again, that means a lot. Because morale is everything. Morale oh, is it again. so important. Morale is everything. That's but I mean, why, like, it's in the art of war, right? Like, if you treat your soldiers, yep, they treat they'll you die for you. Yep. I don't understand if, yep. if you're a commissioner and you, and you step into the office and you don't understand that, you're never going to be successful. I get it because you want to listen to the politician, but the politician's not out there doing the job. At all. You know what I'm saying? At your all. soldiers are the ones yeah. out there. Yep. You know what I mean? And then once your soldiers stop believing in you, it's over. It but you still gonna have that politician in your head. But the politician's <laughs> yeah. not gonna get the soldiers yeah. to work. Yeah. Because we don't give a f 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. We don't work for the yeah. We work for the citizens, yeah. but we know the citizens. And it's resentment. It becomes resentment because you're like, ah, damn, can we get somebody for the troops who's like, go out there, I got your back, do your job, gentlemen. I will handle the bullshit complaints. I, you know, I, I that's why I Gladly. follow my chief now because he's like, he's like that. He's like, like he told us on our take home, y'all can get y'all windows tenant. I, in DC, they made us take the tent off. Like he's like, nah, you can get your windows tenant. He's like, we're not gonna pay for it, but if y'all now the whole I hold the part, everybody got their windows tenant because it's like. It's Just little, little things. things. Yeah, it's little things. That mean more. You know Absolutely. what I mean? Yeah. He's like, y'all still wear y'all, vet, you know, the outer vest and, and, and gear up. That's and someone that. that knows what it takes yes, to get the job. because he's like, I will take care of you guys mm. if y'all take care of me. Mm. That's a percent. That's it. But if you look at Love every general, if you look at every war general, they all have that same thing. You Go take care of the people that take care of you. Go for you being the FTO for so many years, knowing the policies, knowing this and that, knowing everything, why you never wanted to move up and rank? Great I've been question. asked that a hundred times. And my question yeah, you is, be like a I am, oh, <laughs> shit. Yeah, I know, brother, people tell me. I'm not a administrative dude. You know what I'm saying? Like I can, I'm going to do the paperwork when it comes to, I'm going to grade you, I'm going to do my reports, I'm going to do everything, I'm going to do my crime scene, I'm going to do but when it comes to I got to discipline you because you told a citizen shut up and I got to and I write it and I go, yeah, I gave him a warning. I gave him a verbal warning and I sent it downtown and some sergeant sends it back and go, no, you got to give him two days a loss of pay. Yeah. How can I look that officer in the face and go, yeah. bro, I did worse. As, as your commanding officer, I'm yeah. going, I got to get you. Well, I got to get you. I did the same thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I've never been that, that you know, we call it that white shirt type. Mm-hmm. I cannot stand. I'm, I'm good for my people to do it. But I never, you know, my biggest thing was I stayed acting sergeant in, uh, at D.C., which I love because I got to, you know, I got to do roll call. I got to play that game. But I didn't have to do. You know, I didn't have to do the whole nine yeah, yards. the messy stuff. Yeah, you know, I was like, yeah, you acting sergeant today. All right, cool. You acting sergeant today. All right, cool. And I loved it because now I could look out at my guys and I'm like, who want to work together? And and it made, you know what I'm saying? The little stuff, they like, yeah, I'm going to work with such and such today. Or I'm going to be by myself today. Y'all good? Y'all good? You know, and it, those little things made the whole squad happy. Because I would say this. Y'all don't bother me. I won't bother you. If y'all get into something, call me. If I can't handle it, I'll call the lieutenant. But y'all go out there and have fun. Don't make me, come on, guys. Don't make me look bad. I won't make you look bad. I had fun like that because them guys went out there and they policed. They policed, and I never had that problem, you know what I mean, where they did something stupid because they knew if they did something stupid, then it's like I'm not doing what I'm supposed to do. You know, and I never want them guys. I'm on you, bro. Where you at? I'm showing up at your call, and I, nah, y- y'all grown police. I don't need to show up at your call unless it's something a supervisor had to show up for. And I, oh, I had to sign. But back then, we, you know, we had to sign reports. Now you just do it on the computer. But I'm not tree boxing nobody. If I showed up on the call, it's because it was a serious call, and they knew I'm coming to do what I need to do with y'all. I'm not coming to supervise y'all. You know what I mean? So. It, it seems like you still think this is the best job on earth. 
Because the day that I don't, it's time to leave. Yeah. It's time to leave. You know what I mean? Because I'm going to make it fun. Always. I'm going to make it fun. Like I said, I'm deck out my, my cruise and my take home. I got that thing lit up. Got lights everywhere. Again, I got a, a, a chief that loves that. He's like, man, do what you want to your cruiser. Those those little things that you're like, you take that adds pride a bit in. Yeah, like... take pride in your uniform. Take pride in your gear. Those are things that, you know, as police, you're like, yeah, I'm I'm wearing this, I'm doing this, I'm doing this, I look good, I keep my cruiser clean, all that. I was brought up again with those guys like that, that that had that type of mentality. And that's what I tell those guys. Have some pride in yourself when you put that uniform on. Don't worry about what these people say, because 90% of these people, well, y'all know this, they have no clue what we do out there. Mm-hmm. None. They just go no. by what the media feeds them. I had an awakening. One of uh, one of my captains that I know, blood man. We spoke. He pulled me up one day, and I'm talking to him. I said, "What's up, boss? What's going on?" We all come from the same squad. Mm-hmm. He said, "Yo, what you? What the fuck you waiting on?" <laughs> I said, "What you talking about?" You know where that's going. What are you waiting on? I didn't have an answer for. But then I think back to all the majors I knew, lieutenants I know, and they're like, you could be part of the change or you could sit back and just be part of the problem. And that shit resonated with me because it's like, yo, everything you're doing, everybody look up to you. Right. We earn that. We need you. And it's like, and it's just like, yo, it's time. And this is recently. He pulled me up. He said, "Yo, what are you doing? Are you ready to make that move?" Yeah, I think it, it, it was him and, and two other people. I don't know why it attacked me like recently, but it was a lot. Like, yo, what are you doing? Yo, but it's, this is the change. No, this is the change. But while we're still doing it, we have to be that change. Too many people believe in it. So that's true. I was not good. Nah, I just it, it it was. I was like, you know what? You're right. For me, I feel like this is the change. Well, you all, all, all the people that listen to the podcast, yeah, I don't have rank. Nah. I don't have none of that. Overall, it is the change because we're it's reaching changed. we're reaching a different a different level of of people. A thousand percent. But in house, we got to do that change but as well for them to believe. In house, the people that listen, especially that wear the uniform, they got it. You but know? I don't mind making that change in house because I reach more people that way, and they see it than they me just talking on here. Yeah, I you think it goes mean? both ways. It does go both. It could ways. go both yeah. ways. It, it depends, and that's why, like you know, he's him. I'm me. Yeah, he's gonna do that. I'm gonna support him a thousand percent. Yeah, come with brothers. This is what we do. Me, I was heavy. Remember back? He was heavier than before me. I was heavy, like yo, we gotta get promoted. We gotta do this. We gotta do that. And like now, I don't even want to get promoted. Maybe I'm jaded. Maybe I'm not. Maybe it'll take some time to let it out. If he see me get promoted, he'll get promoted. Yeah. Now, I want to see you good. Right. I mean, we got other shit lined up. You know what I mean? But, but I mean, while we're here. I'd love to see you with that. But, but while we're here, I think we, we owe it 
even to the people that come on to law enforcement because of us. Absolutely. You know how many recruits that hit us on the on the IG? Word. Right. That's what we're I'm coming saying. through. We're coming yeah. to Baltimore just because yeah. of the. Word. And I'm like, dog, you. And it makes you feel good. Yeah. 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 Like, Damn. And you know what's crazy? We don't ever go to a recruit and be like, yo, such and such, such and such. Right. We got five recruits coming in based on our podcast. We don't even do that. Right. We do it for the love. Yep. Copy that check though. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. But not nah, like, like if it was a corporate we company, even do that. Even check. Facts. Like, you know what I mean? Though, but not touching people because it's, huh? it's touching expensive. people. No, that's, we that's touch the because it's, it's yeah. next, yo. The world has never the world has never had this before, and nope. and, uh, and law enforcement. Nope. That we spit in the shit that we spit. Right. Right. And then with your podcast, you spit in the shit you spit. Let's talk law enforcement. Network. Word. It's a whole network we building. Yeah. Well, why? People because listening. Why do you think officers never wanted to speak out loud? Uh, the way we talking. Because why they, do you think people they feared? First of all, everybody was you know I can say everybody, but a lot of officers will fear retribution. Like oh my god, internal affairs, you know, gonna get on me for this. Oh, people and that, turn their back right? on them. People turn their back, and and I always say this. If you telling what's really going out there and going on the street, people respect you for it. Internal affairs can't come to me and go, your podcast is this or that or whatever. No, you can't come to me. Because first can't. of all, I'm very smart about what I do. And then- And you're not speaking can't, can't of, of that yeah, certain of department. Right? That has nothing to do with right. this. You can't exactly. turn your back on the truth. Exactly. If it's the truth, whether who's doing it right or who's doing it wrong, they know what it is. Exactly. Because the truth knows the truth. Exactly. But That's you it. have you and I, I have a few um friends that are in rank. They will follow the podcast and stuff like that, but they're not gonna they won't come on and some of the videos and That's stuff fine. that I post. And that's cool, right? Because But you still got their love and support. Yeah, because their thing is you know, somebody might see me like this. They yes. Clap, right. Clap it from the back. Right. And that's, yeah. that's fine. I don't mind that. Yeah. You know, you know what? They're in their lane. Yeah. But we understand yeah. that. We, right. And I get that. We love that. Right. And we got those that like, yo, I love what y'all do. Right. But, but at the end of the day, I think like the, the true um, enemy is the media that oh portrays God, us yes. to be bad people yeah. not really real, not really understanding that like, they are black and brown men doing this job mm -hmm. and doing it well and doing it for the citizens of whatever city you serve. All day long, bro. You know what I'm saying? All day long. Th that we're not out there killing people and not, you know, putting our necks on people. We're not. Yeah. You know how many stories? Like, stop it. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. But what they want, they want to put us against each other. Because it sells. Because it sells. It sells. And sooner or later with these podcasts, um, people in the community will realize that, oh, wait a minute, KD, you know, Silverbacks, whatever. You know, I know them, and they never did that to right. me, so the media is lying. You see what I'm saying? Bruh, I can't tell you how many people have inboxed me with that same, you know, I used to think police were this, this, that, and the other thing. And they will say, and I keep all those messages, because I'm like, at some point, you know, shit, I got a whole pile of them, but they say that, they're like, I thought the police did this. I thought I'm talking black people, white people, Asian, old people, whatever, because they're like, all we see is the media saying this. And I get again, I get people that's like, dude, when you doing your podcast? I'm like, I just dropped the episode. You gonna do it again? Yeah, I'm doing one, but hold up. I got give me a couple of days, right? Mm -hmm. Because their thing is, I got I'm getting the truth, right? 
and they love that because that's uh, that's the best feeling when they when you hear somebody say, "I thought the police were like this." Now I find out it's really not like that. Absolutely, you know what I'm saying. I, I love that. That's why I said. The, the, the and we're only exercising our, our amendment right yeah. of like freedom of speech because we're not like on duty right now. Right. But it's like we're giving the we care about the public so much that it's like we're taking time. Like he doesn't have to be. Right. None of us have to, have be, to be here. here. Right. Right. And we're still doing this right. because we believe in letting the people know, especially the people that we serve, that we care about you guys. We don't want to like engage in deadly force with you guys because we we're the same we fucking love you yep. like we're the same like i see you you see me we're the same but the media has you twisted yeah you see what i'm saying you're the, you're the enemy we right. never what? once ever spoke bad about this town we're both new yorkers and we hang out with triple c's from baltimore right and never once we ever said anything bad about baltimore well you know why baltimore is a fucking phenomenal town this town, if you set foot in this town for at least a month, yeah, you're no. trapped. Yeah. You're trapped. You ain't going nowhere. <laughs> yo, seriously. Yo, there's people that, yeah, yo, my car got broken into yesterday, but you know what? I'm not moving back. Yeah. It's like that. Yeah. You know what made shit like paramount Different. for us? When, when we went to uh, the Federal Museum in D.C. Oh, you went uh, to the um, the to police, the police museum, museum across police the street museum. from the yeah yeah the police nice. museum nice and we sat and spoke with them and we had a podcast. That was a game changer. Oh yeah, y'all did okay. We I did a podcast from there. That was a huge game changer. We got it. We we, we got a Sims training oh. on YouTube of us going through everything. And shoot, don't shoot scenarios for and that's what I think civilians. people need, bro. I'm telling you. Big time. You should have heard that feedback. Big time. You should have heard that feedback. This talking to, yo, we had a, a a major. We didn't know he was a major. He was so humble. Oh, he was the man. Great man. Sat there and talked with us. And Max, actually, he was a major in PG County. PG County. Really? And then, uh, retired and got academy. hired as that, law yep. enforcement. Damn he was man. the man. Got hired at the museum. So, yeah, like, like this podcast has reached Barry. It's, it's only going to get crazier. This is what the people need to know. This is what they love. Officers keeping it a thousand. Yeah. Detectives keeping it a thousand. Yeah. And it's only gonna get crazier when your shit get crazier. Why? And when the next man shit get crazier. See what I'm saying? Because it's not a, we're not we're not competing. We're not competing. That's what I'm gonna say. You we ain't competing. No, at all. all That's why you here. We ain't competing, right? You see what I'm saying? Because it's compete. all love and it's yeah. like we all share the same thing. Yeah. So what's the premise for Let's Talk Law Enforcement podcast? Again, to get to get correct information out to the public and then also to kind of encourage other officers that it's okay to do, I can say do the right thing because most of us, 90% of us do the right thing on a daily. Mm -hmm. But just like, it's all right to wear that badge, bro. You earned that. People, people forget how much shit you go through to put that badge on. Right. Right. I've been, again, been to a couple academies. Full academies. I didn't want to go. I went there. And, and, and I always look at it as I earned that. From Baltimore City to D.C. to now out in PG, going through that mini academy, going to get recertified, get the blue card again, right? Mm-hmm. I earned that. You know what I'm saying? You earn that. And people. The NPTC card is everything. Yeah, bro. You earn that. And you, mm-hmm. a lot of times we let people tell us how to celebrate what we do right. as officers. Because of a few bad, and I get it. I get what happened a couple years ago with George Floyd. No officer I know agreed with that situation, but we also 
I don't think we deserve to get what we're getting now based on that situation. It just takes us to get out. We were there, the first podcast know? like nationally that said, talked about that. Yeah. That was not right. Yeah. You know what I mean? We don't believe no officer in the world believe that. We had an interview with Van Lathan and we told him like, you know, that's not right. Yeah. We don't, that's not right, bro. That wasn't right, right? But unfortunately that happened, but that's not, again, 90% of the police. Because again, I work with some officers, detectives and, and everything. And I will say this, I probably came across and I, I'm not even making it, no bullshit, probably two or three bad, and we call them bad officers mm -hmm. in my day. And when I mean bad, I'm talking about somebody that hit somebody with some handcuffs on or did some dumb shit. And people are like, well, why you didn't stop? Because we don't, we can't read officers' minds on scene sometimes. They do stuff before, you know, and we're like, wait, whoa, right? And they're like, well, why didn't you jump in? And we're like, well, we dealt with it this way because we were old school. We dealt with stuff in the locker room. We dealt with it that way. In-house. In-house. We dealt with it like, you ain't getting no backup this whole shift. I mean, it is what it is because you keep doing dumb shit. Nobody's coming to your scenes on these fucked up traffic stops. You on your own, bro. They knew. But what people don't get is they want, they want to see us. You got to stop this officer before he does something. We're like, we don't even know. How do what we he, know? Yeah, mm -hmm. We don't know until he, until he does, does it, it. Right. And then we're like, well, you didn't call them out because our departments don't let us call them out. Mm -hmm. You can't do that. You know that. You can't stand in front of a, the media and go, yeah, that officer was dead ass wrong. And he He's shouldn't. a piece of shit. You're done. Right. Your job is gone because that's not your job. Right. And that's that again, that's part of the podcast where we say this is the steps. These are the steps because I did one with what happens when you get in a shooting, what happens after the shoot. So let's set it up so we could be on your podcast. Absolutely, bro. Because I'm ready for that. Absolutely. Let's have some fun. Absolutely. Um, I usually take every other yeah. Wednesday and Thursday, and then my weekends off, I tape, tape that. And you can ask whatever you want and tell your co-host she can ask whatever she wants. Uh, she will. Yeah. Wait till y'all y'all going to recognize them. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's do it. So, bro, before we wrap this thing up, how can the people reach out to you? Again, I'm on Instagram under Let's Talk Law Enforcement and also on Facebook under Let's Talk Law Enforcement and Kenny Dean. And we also have the podcast. Um, the links are all set up on Instagram. So we have Apple, Our Heart, and uh, Spotify. So you can reach us so on those major. We appreciate you coming out, bro. Oh, man, I appreciate that. that. It was it's cool. I've been no, waiting to get up here and have some fun with you guys. I'm, like, I'm like, I'm so from B-Boy, man. On, I get up there with my boys. Yeah, you know yeah, this, yeah. You know, this <laughs> jump drop on Monday, YouTube. Okay. All over. Every okay. platform. It's going to be fine. All right. Then y'all know what's going on my page. <laughs> oh, y'all know yeah, what's going yeah, on yeah, my page. Word. Y'all be on him on him Monday. Man. Let's do it. All right. Dre. Peace and love. Triple C. Blessed out of peace, man. My peoples, Silver Back Chronicles podcast. We appreciate you. It's your boy, Big H. We love you. I want to thank my brother, KD, for coming out. His experience with city housing, DC, getting involved in the actual shooting, how it affected him. Like, what we're giving y'all is crack, man. Like, you're not getting this no other platform. Active law enforcement detectives, officers, telling you what it is, keeping it a buck with you. But we love you. We appreciate you. Don't forget. July 11th. All right. First point to ever. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Your boys is here. We love you. Appreciate you. Be safe. Peace. Deuces.
opinions expressed on the Silverback Chronicles podcasts are those of the hosts, producers, and or the guest appearing on the program. They do not reflect the views and opinions of the federal, state, or local government. This includes but not exclusive to the Department of Defense, Homeland, and the Baltimore City Police Department. The Silverback Chronicles podcast with Dre, Big H, and Triple C. Hit the subscribe button, like, and comment.